keep, keep the basement, man. What, keep it what radio? This basement radio. Keep it basement? What up, y'all? It's the show off DJ Static Selector. Put it down with Mike Sweeney. Mike Sweeney, keep it basement, Barrett, New Jersey, the idiot. Basement Radio. Keep it Basement Radio. Shout out to the intern Sammy B for Sammy the B. drops. You just heard what? You look nervous. No, I'm not nervous. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm fine. All right. All right. Don't ever, don't ever uh, judge me, dude. You don't know what I've been through. Okay. I know something you don't know. I watched Eight Mile last night and was doing the rap to you. Oh, just kidding. But uh, keep it basement interview with trending artist Dej Loaf. You can catch that interview on keepitbasement.com or Power 101.5 The Breakfast Club's DJ Envy's website, EnvyTheDJ.com. You can get her free mixtape out now titled Sell, Sell Soul. We pull, we're going to play the first track called Never, which is uh, fresh off her new mixtape. People might not like Dej Loaf or think she could spit, but she has good bars. I think she's pretty good, and uh, she has a hit song out called Try Me right now. Um... I'm going to play some of the interview that I did with her. I conducted the interview with her in New York City. I'm going to play some of that right now for the uh, Rucker students and uh, listeners, hip-hop listeners. So let's get into that. Good stuff. Let's go. Hello, what's up? This day's love. Y'all know y'all got to stay down until y'all come up. Don't ever give up. I'm with Mike Sweeney, and we on Keep It In The Basement. Y'all already know what time it is. Let's get it going. What's up? What's your name? What's up? What's up? Uh, this is uh, Mike Sweeney, and I'll be doing the interview tonight. So, uh... Here come the questions. With the recent success of your hit, Try Me, uh, does it feel weird going from just an artist on SoundCloud to a future sensation, getting so much support from uh, Kylie Jenner, E-40, Wiz Khalifa, Drake, Kevin Durant? Uh, how do you take it all in in such a short period of time? It's, it's exciting, man. Like, I've, I've been working for so long and just to get recognized by it. You know, these big names in, in hip-hop and just the media today is like crazy. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm humble about it. I'm just like, wow, I can't believe this happening. It's crazy how trying me all started from being in the mall and getting mean mugged by people. Uh, can you explain that story a little bit? <laughs> yeah, I was with my best friend and I think, um, yeah, we were just in the mall and people, I don't know, I always feel like, I don't know, like people don't like us together. Like, it's like people don't like her separately, then people don't like me separately. But when we're together, it's like people don't like us. <laughs> when you initially my made the... My manager says I have a Napoleon complex because I'm small, but I don't think that's the case, but... That's funny. And when you initially made the record, uh, you didn't think it was going to be a hit, did you? I mean, I, I liked it. You know, it was a hit for me. You didn't think it would get the exposure that it's getting, though, right now? Definitely not. I didn't think it would change my life. Yeah. I definitely yeah. didn't think that. And uh, who's on the remix? Ty Dollar Sign, Remy Ma, Bobby Smurder, Drake, Big Sean. Who do we have here for the remix? Uh, a remix that, I mean, we have a remix with our Wiz Khalifa, but that's official. E40 is official. Oh, that's yeah. the only official one that, you know, Lil Durk, I definitely, you know, let yeah. him do it. Do it at, um, those are official, but, I mean, I had this one with Remy Ma and Ty Dollar Sign. That's the one that. Nice, I yeah. went back in on and, you know, redid my verse, and that, that's the one that we're going to be pushing as the remix. Nice. Yeah, Big Sean was on the radio last night uh, in Philadelphia, and he said that he wanted to work with you and get on the remix. Oh, for real? Yeah, I was with Sean, like, last month, I want to say, and we, he was all working on his album that's coming out. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get some music, and I don't know if it's going to be trying, but 
whatever. I mean, it's it's just a phone call away. So. Yeah, you're big on uh, passion and following dreams. What is one quote or piece of advice you could share with the people that you always had in the back of your mind? Um, you said what? Your um, passion and following dreams, like a quote that you live by in a way. Like when, you know, before you did music or even when you are doing music, like something you always live by to follow your passion and your dreams. Um, stay down until you come up, you know, because it's like... I mean, do what you love. Like, people try to tell you to do this and do that. It's like, do what you love. If you're not happy doing it, don't do it. Mm, so stay down until you come up. It's kind of like being humble. Yeah, man. You just got to kind of just stick to it and just something pop. Because, like I said, I was in a... You know, we all go in these dark places sometimes and we don't know what's next for us. And just, and it's like, you got to stick to it. Stick to what you know and what you love because you never know. Yeah. No, has in store for you. How did you how do you catch bodies if you were a homebody? Now I'm playing, but when you were talking about <laughs> um you said you keep to yourself and you stayed in the house a lot of the times. Does that help you from a creative standpoint? Definitely, I mean I I, I stayed out of I tried to stay out of as much trouble as possible. I mean like a lot of my peers, you know, they were getting into stuff that I was just kinda like, you know, I knew that wasn't right so I didn't get myself involved in it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, being around him, I was like, yeah, you can go ahead and do that. I'm going to just chill right here. Or whatever the case was. But I just, just, you know, and now I look at it like it kind of worked out for the better because, yeah. you know, there we are. God bless them. And here I am. God bless me. Not saying that I'm better, but. Yeah. yeah. I feel you. And I heard you were in a hole at one point with music. I, I don't know if you were able to get beats or you were just in a creative, like, hole. And how did you get out of that? Like, how were the feelings in that time when you really weren't making the music you wanted to make? Um, I dropped Trami. I recorded Trami, like, I was in a place, man, like, nobody was really, you know, in my corner. I was just kind of like, just me, you know. It was all me. Like, I quit my job, and I was just like, I'm doing music. You know, my team had, everybody just kind of separated. Everybody was just doing them at the moment. And like I say, I, I went in and I recorded Trami. And it wasn't even mixed properly, but I dropped it on SoundCloud. That's great. Yeah, my boy Kyle, he, he mixed it for me. Like, he put a, he put a better mix in it than what it was on there. And I just dropped it, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. From that point, you know, we see where we're at now. Yeah. I'm kind of getting a question. How does one catch a Holy Ghost? And what's the process like when you're catching or caught a Holy Ghost? That's just when I'm writing and I'm in my zone. And I'm just kind of like... I'm going crazy, you know what I'm saying? I'm just in my zone. I'm nodding my head and I'm jumping up and down. Is it like an adrenaline rush? Doing, yeah, it's just like, you know, if I'm feeling it, the music is just like, you know, I'm yeah. in my zone, man. Yeah. And I see you supporting your team. Uh, you said I- IBGM, we, we the new death row. Talk about that. You said IBGM is the new death row? Yeah, that's what you were saying a lot of times on, uh, you know, promoting on Instagram. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a quote from uh, my, my boy, my partner, uh, Oberlo's song called Lifestyle. He uh, said in there, okay. I'll be doing the new death row, Merkin nigga over the day, Jaloaf. Okay. And I just, we run with that, you know what I'm saying? Just, I'll be doing, you know, our death row was running back in their time, and I feel like we're, we're yeah. the new that, you know what I'm saying? Everybody coming off crazy. Yeah, and I could tell you are very versatile. I could see you on like various tracks, like with Don Kennedy or like uh, you know the guys on OVO, 
Tuesday, and even like East Coast Records, like with Joey Badass. What do you have in the future? Like, who do you want to work with? Um, just everybody, man. Anybody who wants to, like, I just like to make good music. You know, I don't like to name drop and say, yeah, I want to work with him or her, because they probably, you know what I mean? Who knows if they want to work with me? Sure. But, you know, I'm just, I'm, you know, I want to make good music. Yeah. So, who knows? And I like your uh, style. What is it inspired from? How do you choose when to wear all white and when to wear all black? Man, white is just always the, the thing. It's always just clean. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I can't not like white, black, solid colors, man. Yeah. Can't go along with those. And um, I like how you wore the DX Suck It jersey in the video. My mom wouldn't let me get that when I was a kid, but do you like wrestling? Yeah, I used to watch when I was a kid. Like, I didn't think people were going to go crazy over that jersey. Shout out to uh, Rami. He made it. He's up there in Detroit. It's he, fun. He made the jersey. Who's your favorite wrestler? Oh, I'm a big wrestler. Like, I wasn't the craziest fan, like, trust me, but... Yeah. I don't, don't want to say The Rock would be cliche, but... Um, I don't know. That's all. Who's out there? The Hardy Boys. I remember them. Oh, yeah, I love that. I, I like, know. I remember all of them. Yeah, uh, taking the time. I just got uh, some ins and outs now. It's a comedy segment on my radio show, so I'll ask you something, and you say in or out. Like, in is good, out is bad. Okay. So, catching the Holy Ghost. You said who? Catching the Holy Ghost. In. Eat it, eat it, seats in the, seats in the whip. In. Uh, on the pursuit of making your passion your paycheck. Can you hear me? Mm. Uh, just a female rapper. Out. People who play themselves, not their part. You said people who? People who play themselves, not their part. People who play themselves and not their part? Yeah. Part. Mm. Um, your mom your mom listening to Bobby Schmurder and doing this money dance. Out, out, out. <laughs> Late night text from creeps. Out. Block. Getting breakfast before bed. Out. I don't want breakfast. Applying the curve on dimes. <laughs> In. Talking ish on social media when your picture isn't even your face. When who's in your face? Talking to when the person's picture isn't even their face. Like they have like some like random. Mm. No, you said talking shit. Oh yeah, out. That's out, man. That's out. That's... You said keep it who? Uh, the show's called Keep It Basement, and uh, Mike Sweeney. Yo, what's up? This day's loafing. Y'all gotta stay down until you come up. Don't ever give up. It's, uh, I know you said what's the name of it Just keep it basement with my queen yeah that's cool I'm, I'm gonna do it over yeah sure sure yo what's up this day's low I know y'all gotta stay down until y'all come up don't ever give up I'm with Mike Sweeney 
We on Keep It In The Basement. You already know what time it is. Well, that's cool because you're a fan. I'm a fan too. You know what I'm saying? And I think to me, fans make the best interviewer. You know what I mean? Like, because we're asking the questions from a fan perspective. When you're a true fan and you follow the artist and you study your artist and you know an artist's music, you know an artist's background, you know the questions the right questions to ask because you're asking questions from a fan perspective. And not only that, the reason you said that you're able to talk to uh, your favorite artists for an hour, it's not that you're able to talk to them for an hour. It's you're able to listen to them for an hour. It's a yeah. difference. See, a lot of interviewers don't listen. See, I'm a listener. I like, yeah. like a lot of interviewers that have 20 questions and all they want to do is get through those 20 questions. But the yeah. truth about it is, if you ask me a question, if I ask an artist a question and the artist answers me, if I'm listening, I'm probably going to get something else out of his answer that I want to ask him. And that's what a conversation is all about. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Jersey girl, Karen Civil, and you are checking out Mike Sweeney on Keeping It Basement. All right, so... um. When a girl or a guy's phone has been compromised and they try to set you up for a text trap, do you understand what I'm saying here? Say, like, you're at a lunch table since you're a little guy. This would be like if you were at a party and someone took someone's phone and, like, yeah. the girl was intoxicated and her bestie was, like, her sorority sister took the phone and you were texting her and she was, like, texting you, like, flirtatious things and you fell for it and, like, went for it and then you, like, kind of look like a creep. Oh, that's so you so gotta wild. So you got to hold back and be like... What's going on here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, playing dumb, you know? Right. Yeah, you yeah. can tell if something's you, not you right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I for know, instance, yeah, at you, yeah. you're a little, uh, you're the intern, so you're younger, so. I know. You'd I know be at the high school lunch stuff. table, and someone, like, say you're texting a girl, or say, yeah, say uh, a girl's texting you, and your boy stole your phone, he was texting, like, inappropriate stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, I know what and you mean. Like, I know that's out. Yeah. And then, like, if you fell for that, though, and answered, like, you kind of looked, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. But, uh, girls who have no class, like, they skip school. That's out. I mean, you're into that? Am I ending that? No. This is so funny Same how you're school. answering. Same and the school, people listening are answering it to themselves as well, not just the intern here who hasn't seen the whole world yet and the perspectives of life and the weird things that go on at the twenties, year in your twenties. Respecting the curve. Dej Loaf laughed at that. Curving yeah. dimes. You know, I'm not I, I being curved's bad, but being able to curve is good. So I I mean I don't know where I Yeah, if you if you curve people, like curving dimes is fun. And uh, raises confidence and like, why did this guy just, why did this mediocre looking guy just curve me? Like, well, how did this happen? And you're like, makes him think like, what is this guy doing? And it's like a good thing. But at the same time, yeah. if you get, re getting rejected is a part of life. If you're three for 10, you're batting 300. So if you get rejected by uh, 10 girls and get accepted by three, that's good odds. You know what I mean? You just got to keep getting rejected. Like you can't lower your standards. You got to learn how to get curved. You know, it, it takes patience and it takes time, but curving ain't a bad thing. So yeah. Wise words from Mike Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Saying on fleek, uh, Akil Baba Ganoush likes to say this now. It's a very hood slang term. It I means on point. I, I had to look it up. A girl texted me. She's like, "Yo, your outfit's on fleek," and I had to look what? it up on Urban Dictionary because I was like, "What? What does that even mean?" It I've means had to on do point. That. I've, had to do, I've, had, I've had to do that before, and I feel like it's another thing that like we can't say as like like Caucasian Americans. Oh, we can't say that like the same thing with the N word. Yeah. We can't say that. Like, Obviously on not. Fleek. I oh, think, on I fleek. We could say on fleek. Yeah, that's what you mean. On fleek, because like IHOP texted, uh, they got pancakes on fleek or something like that, and Cameron <laughs> laughed at that. I'm laughing at that. Um, but uh, people who call you boring when in reality you were never trying to entertain them in the first place. Oh, uh, you want to repeat that? I was distracted. Come on. Yeah, people I'm who working. call you people who call you boring, but you were never trying to entertain them in the first place. They all know. They all know what you're capable of. That's out. 
that's, that's so deep. Or sometimes you just don't want to entertain them because you you don't care, you know what I mean? That's true. That's very true. Um, Getting caught taking a selfie, especially at the gym. Awful. Absolutely out. But I don't take selfies in the gym anyway. So running, running into a stage five clinger in public, you probably don't know what this means. Yeah, I'm not Urban Dictionary, that too. <laughs> you, you don't know what it means? Stage 5 clinger is like a girl who like really likes you and you don't really like her and she's really annoying and she's in public and you see her. That's out. It's like too much. That's so out. Tigga dating Kylie Jenner. He's She's a year old. I think Kylie Jenner's like your age. Tigga dating Kylie Jenner, does he put her in a car seat? Do you think? All right. Jailbait. Anything with celebrities. He's, he's 25 and he's dating like a young girl, Kylie Jenner. Yeah, How do you yeah. feel about it? I mean, also, I don't have a... The thing with celebrities dating each other is, is like they're they're all doing that for like popularity. I think is like Tigger's terrible. His music's terrible. Yeah, I know it sucks, but I mean like you know whatever. Planning coffee more. dates. Nothing more white or hipster than that. Planning coffee dates with someone. Um, that's I mean that's in that's kind of like icebreaker kind of you know that kind of thing. Spraying an absurd amount of air fresher at the crib when a date is on the way over. In all day crib smells bad that's 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 always gonna be a case stevie wonder getting more booty than you 65 years old having triplets salute i don't even know how he does it he's got uh, i don't know man that's in yeah that's in he's still got game and lowering game. your standards that's out but it's kind of oh it's it's like that's not really uh it can't it can't always be your fault you can't always have everything your way but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that's uh true and it's, we, a, it's a thing it's not something I go through in life. Before we go, let's play one more song. We got DJ Rob up next, but uh, Logic the album Under Pressure out now. Great debut album uh, for the kid. He's lyrically lyrically good and the beats complement his rapping ability and style. Also, the album doesn't have many features. Uh, we see Childish Gambino and Big Sean on a bonus track, so he took he took you know he took his time with it and he didn't sell out and uh, the label didn't make him go on radio friendly songs. But I think he was heavily inspired off of current rappers, meaning some of his work sounds like Kendrick Lamar from Section 80 and Good Kid Mad City with the pour-up, drink, background voices and whatnot and the way he rhymes. And even when he first started, he said he saw a bunch of rappers with fan with fan bases like Taylor Gang, etc. So he wanted to make a rap pack and he calls himself Young Sir, Young Sriracha, Young Sinatra. So he does have a tendency to bite people's styles, but I mean, it's it's who you're influenced by. It always works that way. Like... It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? There's a certain extent you could cross and whatnot, and I think he does a good good job staying in his lane for the most part. And the album's really good. I think everyone can check it out. Dope tracks that I enjoyed. I'm Gone, Driving Miss Daisy, Growing Pains Part 3, Gang Related and Never Enough. And also, he's a chill dude. Um, he's mixed, and he also believes in the law of attraction and positive energy. And he's on that 48 Laws of Power, Robert Greene stuff, which I interviewed. I interviewed uh, Robert Greene. You can check that out on keepitbasin.com. And he's looking to sell 70,000 copies. I'm giving you the breakdown in my head right now. Stuff. For the week, Good stuff so that was that. I got, I got one for you actually. This kind of, I'm always, I'm always thinking about this. Let's go. We got, we're running out of time here. Favoriting your own tweets and liking your own Instagram posts. It, I always thought it was too much, but I, I see do, you do it. Though. I do it now. I call me out on it. I think it's in because you're promoting yourself. Obviously, I don't like my own photos on Instagram, which people do, and I don't like my own statuses on Facebook. But Twitter is where like no one really knows who I am, so I could build my brand. So I'm just putting, I'm just retweeting in favor of my stuff. It's not a big deal. It's, I mean, it's better than me buying buying fake followers like most rappers out there or most radio personalities. So I just do it from the ground up and like my own stuff and uh, promote it on another. Uh, like I like my stuff, but 